Guess who's back? Back again. Chris and Lara are back. (laughs) Tell a friend. Here we are. Guess Guess what? Almost on our one year. Almost on our one year anniversary. It's October 14th, I think. is. No, it was 4th. Oh, it was October 4th? Yeah, so what's today? The 5th? The 5th. So it is our one year anniversary. One day day. after. So this is technically the start of year. And what is this? Episode This is like episode 6. You suck. <laughs> I will say this though. We, we had be- a lot of shit going on. Yeah, we did. And I really do think it's gonna stick. I think we got this. I hope so. We're gonna do it. I mean, we you and me, like, we've been talking about being consistent with this for a minute. And it feels yeah. actually now like the time like there's been a lot of changes in our family. We've had a lot of things change. Mm-hmm. One of the big ones being your employment. Yeah. Like you were officially have taken a step back from your aesthetics career and you are now like all in on photography in a business (laughs) with me. And I'm so pumped about that. Yeah. I'm so happy about it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. You might quit. I might might. be the worst coworker (laughs) of all time. I might have to. Let me get my beer open. We're going to dive into this one, man. Should we do a catch up at all? Nah. We'll just dive into this one. I will say this. We just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. You said, should we do a catch-up? No, 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 no. no. And you I'll, said, I'll, okay, I'll, let me I'll tell you this. this. <laughs> no. I'll say this. Like, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. We did. And we threw a really awesome party, in my opinion. Yeah. And I do want to talk about that and do an episode at some point. But we put a poll out to the people, and the people spoke. And they said they wanted to hear about the worst times of our lives. <laughs> Forget hearing about the best times of our life. They're like, let's, nah, yeah, we want to hear about the time that you guys almost got a divorce. Whoa. No, I don't know. That, I wouldn't that say word? it got that far. Jeez. But it was it was pretty rough, man. It yeah, was pretty rough. It was not a good time. I don't know what we're going to title this episode yet, but the topic of what today's is, I mean, conversation is like, Year seven of our marriage was yeah. the hardest marriage. It was isn't the hardest that year. Like statistically, lo- though, like isn't there like a a phrase that people say? Like, yeah, the seven year itch. I think yeah. is a thing that people talk about. And I mean, we we are ten years and some change into this marriage journey. Uh, and I remember hearing about the seven year itch. I I think for me, when I hear about the seven year itch, I thought about like people were like. Oh, I'm kind of, I want to explore more options. Yeah. Like, and maybe I want to be with someone else. And yeah. that wasn't necessarily yeah. the case. No. We just got to a point in our marriage that was really hard and really tough. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Where do you want to start? Man, you kind of took some notes. I was really impressed because uh, last had night. I because you're always like. Let's just wing it. Winging it. I literally just, said that before we Chris started Chris is recording. like winging everything. His like uh, everything is like fly by the seat of his pants. But don't which, you kind of like that about me? No, you don't. No. If you could change anything, would you change that about no. me? Yes. I know. I'm also I, well, especially with things like this, like no. things like this, like it's like, like I'm let's constantly just, surprised. Let's just fucking wing it. Like let's just dive in and let's just see what happens. I said, can we please have a plan here? Well, last no. night I looked at you and I was like, hey, we're recording tomorrow. <laughs> said, and hey, also. Awesome. Cheers and props to us. We freaking said on we like Monday said that we were like Tuesday, <laughs> and we said we were going to do something, and we. And followed we, through. And we did it. And we did it. I will tell I you, I wanted to record immediately after we said we were going to do it. Yeah. I was like, let's go downstairs and do it. But we, you know, we had some editing and stuff to do. And so yeah. we, we put it on the calendar. Work. And yeah. I think we're trying to stick yeah. to Thursdays, right? Like recording so. on a Thursday, releasing on a Friday. Yep. So 
hold us to it, guys. <laughs> yes. Hold us to it if you want to hear this kind of content. So yeah. you ready to dive into year seven, the bitchiest of the bitch year mm-hmm. of our I marriage? So. I hope I hope you don't get triggered. Uh, I might. <laughs> I might get triggered. I don't know. It was it was <laughs> tough. I I will say this. Like, I mean, I fully intend I to be. This. Which is hopeful and nice. I feel like our hardest season was followed by like our best season, you know, like or some of the best times. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So let's dive in. Where, where on your notes did you feel this starting like this conversation? Mm, Probably. No, I don't want to start there. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Probably like. When I think of that year, I think more like springtime, like okay. summer. Like it wasn't like right because our anniversary is in September. It's in the fall, but so then it, it wasn't peaked like in the wide, summer. Yeah, so it's like six months into um, year seven. I'm excited about this conversation. I plan on being fully raw and transparent, and I hope you will too. I will because this is the filter-free podcast, bro. <laughs> I really We're gonna don't be filter-free. Yeah. We're just so gonna... let's dive in. What do you remember about the spring of what year was that? 2021? I, I, trying to figure out. Yeah, I, I think, think it would have so. been 2021. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. Correct. So the spring so... of 2021, we are like a year removed from COVID. Yeah. That, At this point, like we are both full-time photographers. Full-time wedding photographers. We're home all day with the kids. Oh, and this was... Uh, this was when we were trying to homeschool. Was Yeah. This was... Oh, oh my gosh. That's a good... That's a really good point. There okay. was a lot so of set things the scene. going on. Okay, yeah. So it's it's spring of 2021. Yeah. Um, things are just like getting crazy. The kids are at home. Uh, I think spring of 2021 would have been like when we were like, this isn't working. It isn't. We yeah. cannot I remember, continue to homeschool. Yeah. I remember going to Chris and like just in tears and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah, I remember that. Um, And it was just hard because we were, I think everyone kind of filled this or felt this like you know a lot of people were at home like all the time and it was trying on probably a lot of people's marriages i think what made it really hard on us though was the kids being home yeah 24 7 because we had never really like done it with all four of us being at home because i feel like in in a lot of times of our marriage like there was either you were working out of the home and i was at home or i was working full-time and you were at home kind of full-time and this was really the first time that all all four of us were home yeah. And we had tried homeschool. We were really hopeful that it would work. And and I feel like, I don't know if we learned it then, but like, um, the, like our kids, like we would get bothered by our kids or they would do something that would aggravate us and we would take it out on each other. Yeah. So we were just like fighting more, yeah. I think, than we've ever. Yeah. Year seven thought. was definitely a year that like we were just. And I think specifically me, like I have no problem taking a large chunk of, I don't want to say blame, but I definitely think I was a leading cause for the environment in our home in yeah. 2021 yeah. and not influencing our home in the best way at all. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I remember about that spring. I remember like really being in the peak of kind of like Chris and Lara really like starting to grow the business, the photography business. And I was still trying to find my ways to like edit at home and like do that. And so I'd have to like put in long hours at the house. I'd like go into my at home office, close the door and try to work. And you were kind of left to just kind of like try to keep the kids 
fed, entertained, and yeah. happy yes. while kind of neglecting yourself. Yes. And I remember it being a challenge too because... No, I'm scratching myself. That happened earlier at a meeting. I, you thought I'm like signaling you that like you have something on your face. No, I was just scratching myself. If you have a booger or if you have a hair, I will tell you, Lara. But you look down at my lip. You like... Oh, what sorry. I yeah, my bad. Okay. Anyways. My bad, my bad, my bad. So you remember. <laughs> I had secret signs. Um, oh, like you being home all the time, but you not really being available. And I felt very disconnected from Well, and you. I remember you saying you felt triggered by that too, because that's kind of how it was with your dad. Like yeah. you remember your dad being yeah. home, but not available because he was working in his at-home office. Yeah. I just remember growing up and it was very, like, it was hard to have those boundaries. Like, or I just saw the tension of, you know, my dad being pulled to work at any time, any hour of the day and, um, evenings were just different. Like I remember there was a season in my childhood where my dad had his office outside of the house and it, it, it was a different feel for sure. Well, and I remember too, like that was, I really did not have any office hour boundaries in place. Yeah. I would like work all day, try to be productive. And if I didn't feel like I was productive enough after dinner, I would go back in the office and, yeah. you know, close the door and like try to get ahead. And so it was really just a season of no boundaries. I also remember that was a point when that happened that we started having conversations about potentially moving the office out of the home. Yes. And I, I can't remember, I think. What year are we in? We're in 2023. 2020. It would have been the summer. That would make sense because didn't you get the studio in August? Yeah, but I don't think... I don't think that... That might have been the next year that we got a studio with the Ashleys. No. Was it It happened. It happened really quick after that. I remember... Well, I remember the kids started going to school and we were like, well, let's just see how that panned out. No, how did that... It all happened at the same time, babe. We sent them to school. <laughs> it's all a blur. Everything is a blur. The last few years. I could have swore it was 2022. No. That we got the office studio. I don't know. But it doesn't Maybe matter. Maybe we're wrong on yours. It, it doesn't Regardless, matter. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were, at this point, it was like something has to change. And we started researching options to send our kids to school. Um, because number one, we were like, we can't do this and we're not even going to fake it. Well, and we and didn't want to be those homeschool parents. And it wasn't just the like school aspect part of it. It was the, um, gosh, I just lost my train of thought. I remember it's like, uh, you Oh, know, we couldn't work. It felt like we couldn't work on photography stuff cause because we would we feel had, guilty. Because we had to have them there and we felt guilty and we felt like it we was, entertained them. Fuck this. It was like, we didn't around, have man. work boundaries and we didn't have like family boundaries. Family it was, we good, were like, in need structures. of a really, really big change. Yeah, so for sure. We, at that point we were like, okay, we're going to send our kids to school, but the school year is ending. I remember we went and met with their teacher, Lachelle, mm-hmm. who is, um, she is the teacher and principal and just overall genius yeah. at Cedar Point Learning Academy where kids go to school. And I remember sitting down with her and us just feeling so ashamed and like failures, like we failed our children. Yeah. But at that point, everyone was kind of behind because of online learning and things like that. Yeah. But we just were like, okay, let's throw in the towel. We found a school and that felt great, but they weren't going to start that until the fall of that year. Yeah. So, so we still like, had a full summer. Yeah. And I will through. say we were already at that point, like, unhappy to a certain level yeah maybe you in a different kind of way i feel like 
you were kind of struggling more like with your anger, but yeah. I was very much just like, um, feeling like unfulfilled, just like, You're, I not... remember you were feeling unfulfilled. I remember you were feeling just unhappy with our life in general. Yeah. It's like, Oh cool. We're doing this photography thing and I love it, but also like yeah. not happy in my marriage. I'm well, not happy with my partner Yeah, and just where he is right I now. I felt honestly, I think I felt lonely. Like I, I didn't I feel like that, I had my partner. It kind of reminded me of like, and this was a time in our first year second year of marriage too where i like made a statement of like i just feel like i have a roommate, a roommate like yeah. i felt like i was barely even raising my a roommate kid. with benefits <laughs> yes all the benefits all the benefits but also <laughs> but, like i mean where i was at that point in time and it's so interesting because i remember so that would have been like the spring and then we started going through the summer and i remember like I'll just describe kind of who I was and where I was at yeah. that point. I was probably the most insecure I had ever been in my life currently because of my weight. Yeah. I was the heaviest I had ever been. I was the most unhappy. I, I didn't feel good about myself. And I think yeah. honestly that that was the root cause that bled into everything else. I think when you're unhappy with yourself, it's hard to be happy with anything. Yeah. I know I was a negative, negative human being. Yeah. Every The glass was always half empty. I was not pleasant to be around. I was angry. I had a short fuse. I remember just blowing up about little things like the kids spilling a drink or, yeah. or the house being a mess. And just it, just, it was just like everyone was so tense. And I remember I was tense. And I just remember my anger being a really big issue. Yeah. And... That's kind of like setting to the paint stage a picture of like, to paint a picture of where we were. So I was angry. I was unhappy with myself. And you were unhappy with our marriage I, and your yes, life and feeling I, lonely. Yeah. Well, it was, it was an interesting time in my life though, because like I, you know, I was a year removed from being in like a very toxic work environment. Yeah. You I were at had, an all-time low too. Yeah. I, and so I had experienced kind of like an all-time low the year prior to that. And so I was kind of, I was really trying to work on myself. I was going to therapy every week. Um, I was just, I don't know, making all these, I felt like improvements in yes. my mental health. Yep. And I felt like I was starting to grow. And a part of my growth really became like me finding my voice. And I think yeah. that was a hard part of it too, because, you know, I think, in the early years of our marriage, I was naturally, I don't want to say submissive because that like word has probably like weird connotations, yeah, I mean, I but it was just like, I wasn't like, I don't know. Like I was very. Well, okay. So I got some, maybe some way that we can kind of phrase this. You came from a household where it was very much traditional gender roles. Yeah. The, the man was the provider, the woman was the keeper of the home. Well, I was thinking, I was more like, there's that, but I was also leaning into like how I would just became a little bit more opinionated oh, or that's vocal true. Okay. and like Well, let's be honest. Like, and like we haven't, before that, I just was we like haven't agreeable. Really, agreeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a good we haven't talked about this a lot and I'm, I would imagine one day we will. But when when we first met, you were navigating through a lot of mental health issues and topics, not issues, but yeah. like mental health things. And you were... Almost um, like a shell of a person. You were a shell of a human. You were on a lot of medication that really 
Dulled my subdued. shine. Yeah. yeah Dulled your shine. No, that's a really good <laughs> like, way to put it. Dulled your know. shine. It it really just kind of made you like dulled your we'll just go with that. Yeah. Like, I would say like agreeable. Like I like you wasn't, had no opinion. Yeah. Really like I right. was very like neutral. I was just and there was some life experiences that happened again. We'll probably dive into this at some point in episodes, but yeah. like with your mental health and but you were in a point to where you were a year and a half maybe removed from a pretty serious mental health uh, experience that yeah. you had and that caused you to really you know, work on myself, really work on yourself <laughs> yeah. and, you know, get on your medication and stay on your medication. And, and like the biggest thing I was, was going to therapy. Yeah. And I was like on this whole like self-love journey and, you know, bef- I got to a point where then I started to become unhappy again because I felt like I was seeing all this growth in myself and I felt like I had a partner that didn't match or that I, that was like, I don't want to say hindering my growth, but I'll say hindering. I mean, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I mean, that's the best way I could put it. I felt like I could only grow so much more. Well, why don't you go ahead and talk about the big catalyst for change that happened that led to you voicing this. There was a conversation. You pulled me aside one yeah, day. Yeah, I can't remember what happened. Well, I remember. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, I, I don't think that anything particular had happened that day. I think your therapist had been trying to encourage you to sit down and have a conversation yeah. with me. Yeah. And one day, I think you had just gotten enough courage to yeah. say like, hey, we need to talk. Yeah. And I'll I, never forget it. Yeah. I do remember the talk. I just, I, I remember like a few times just like crying in the bathroom because I was just like, in a sense, like felt hopeless. Like I felt like I had this dream for our future and I didn't know how it was going to come together if I didn't have a partner that like thought of, I don't know life and everything wanted to I mean, go down the same path I was a pretty unpleasant person to be around when you're when you are not happy with yourself when you don't love yourself and I'm not trying to justify my behavior yeah. but it's really hard to be pleasant to be around when you don't love yourself when you are unhappy with your appearance when you um you know yeah. don't you, you've stopped growing you've stopped pursuing growth you've stopped trying to be the best version of yourself. And at that point, I was so overwhelmed with, with, and this is coming after like years and years and years of carrying the load of our family. Yes, that's true. And like trying to like be strong with a lot of the health, health issues that you had to navigate and carrying the financial burden of our family. Yeah. Although to be fair, I was never the sole provider. Like we both did really great, but I very much carried that weight on my shoulders. Yeah. Even if I wasn't in that yeah. alone. And that led me to a point to where I was just the best way to describe it is I was just unpleasant to be around. Yeah. And so you got enough courage to, to reach out, you know, because of some encouragement and you said, yeah. Hey, can we talk? And I'll, I'll never forget it. We, you know, Sat stepped on outside the on the deck Yeah. and you were like, this is going to be really hard to say, but I really need to get a lot of this out. And one of the biggest things that I remember you saying, there was a lot that you said, but you communicated that you were unhappy with our marriage. Yeah. And I will never forget the hurt and pain that I felt hearing that. I th- I thought things were going great. 
which just shows you how bad of a spot that I was in that I didn't even realize like how unhealthy I was both yeah. mentally, physically, yeah. emotionally, spiritually. spiritually. I mean, across was, the board, yeah. across all of those four key components, I was depleted Yeah, at the worst I've ever been. And I'll never forget the, the big takeaways you said, you know, like, I just feel like I've been growing and I'm pursuing growth. I'm in therapy. I'm trying to work on myself and I've hit my lid. Like I cannot grow any further because you are hindering my growth. Yeah. And for, you know, I, it's just like so wild to think, like, I remember saying that and it's just like, I you have to think too, like that was so out of my character, it was very out of your character, which, which I think also freaked me out because I was like, how bad does it have to be for Larry to say something? And I just want to say, like, I'm really proud of you for saying what you said. Like, that wasn't easy and couldn't have been easy. Oh, babe. But you, but you saying that, like, changed the trajectory of our family. Yeah. Um, I remember crying a lot, like, and just feeling like I have failed. Like, I have failed my wife. I failed my kids. I failed, you know, just all of that. And, but it was like the kick in the ass that I needed, you know, mm-hmm. um, to really, really try to get my shit together. Uh, and then that's when I don't No, this is what happened. We, we ended up oh, starting 75 hard together. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. I remember the trigger. Oh, it was when I yelled at you. No. Did that happen? That first? was before. Was it? That would have been before. Okay. I thought it was. I thought that happened after. No. Oh, maybe no, that happened after. It could have happened. Okay, after. this might have happened after. So we had this come to Jesus know. moment. She said all of these things, and at this point, uh, we had to have been in, in the middle of June or early June or something like that. Yeah, it was. And we were about two and a half or three weeks away from taking a really cool trip to Colorado with our best friends. Yeah. Um, our friends, the Georges, shout out Keith and Lindsay have a, have a really awesome family cabin, um, in Kuchera, Colorado. And they invited us to go uh, on that trip along with another set of friends, uh, the Williams. And so mm-hmm. we're about two and a half, three weeks away from that trip. And I remember coming inside and immediately, like after the conversation and after I felt like I need to, I need to change. I just remember like coming inside and sitting in my office. And being like, okay. And I was very receptive. Yeah. When you dropped this bombshell. It on was me. actually shocking because I really thought like there's a good chance he could blow up. And because yeah. you had been having explosive yeah. behavior, like and and I thought like just seeing you so brokenhearted about it, it really like I was hopeful for change. And I knew you felt, I don't yeah, know. I think serious. I felt remorse and I, yeah. I, yeah, I felt all of that. And so I came inside and I remember thinking like, what can I do to change? Like, and I remember like on the porch, just telling you like how unhappy I was with myself and things yeah. like that. You know, at that point I was like the heaviest weight I've ever been. Um, and ironically I'm now even heavier than I was then, <laughs> but, we're but, happy. <laughs> but I'm happy. I love myself. I love you. You know, which like, I'm not trying to jump too well, far ahead. And that was like something that I was going to say too, that, um, I mean, because of that conversation that like led us to be like continuing to work on our physical health and our mental health. Yeah. Like, you know, 
Yeah. So, so from that point I came inside, I remember thinking like, what can I do to change? Like I need a big change in my life immediately. Like I need a shock to my system. And I had remembered a year prior or two years prior to this, I had heard of a program called 75 hard. And by now it's taken like full force, lots of steam. Everyone knows about 75 hard, Yeah. but I did it in 2019. And I'll even say before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, and I, I did 56 days, you know, and then I, I took a trip down to Texas with my brother and I just, or was it Casey? I, can't, been, remember. I can't remember. But then I, I quit. And then I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, man, I had a massive, it was really good for me to do 75 hard. I think I need to do that again. I immediately went and listened to the podcast and made up my mind right then and there. Here's what I'm going to do. I remember coming back to you and saying, okay, here's my plan of action. It probably was even that same day. Yeah. And was like, and I had you oh, listen to the podcast because too. Because I think I told you, I, I think I even remember in that conversation saying how like I noticed like you aren't the confident person you once were yeah. and like that's an attractive quality. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Because like, because I remember, I think I probably even touched on the fact like of you not being pleasant or they're like not like like here's our attractive qualities and I'm not seeing them in you. Anymore. Well, no, I mean, if you want to get really vulnerable, I remember there was, there was a really like a breakdown in our sex life too, to where, you know, like I'm still wanting to have sex with you and to connect that way. But you're not feeling loved by me. Yeah. You're not feeling attracted, yes. not because of my physical looks, but because of like, I, th- that confidence wasn't there. It was just a really weird yeah. dynamic. And so then I'm mad at you and then you're frustrated with me. And then like crazy I, I, cycle. Yeah. The crazy cycle for sure. Um, and then you talked about that in that conversation. Like, listen, yeah. like you don't, you're not the confident man that I married. I, and I remember you, maybe those weren't the words, but it was some version of like, yeah, you need to get that back. Yeah. And I remembered, so I went and found the podcast, listened to it. Then I went and played it with you and listened, had you listened to it. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And, and then I, think I it said, I'm going to do it with you. And then you said, you're going to do it with me. <laughs> and then I think I was like, okay, great. We need a couple weeks to like get our shit together or a week or something. We need to figure out what diet we're going to do. For those of you guys that don't know what 75 hard is, 75 hard is a, it's not a weight loss challenge. They say it's a mental toughness challenge. And you basically go through and there's mm-hmm. like five or six tasks that you have to do every single day for 75 days. If you compromise at all, you have to restart. Um, and so you have to choose a diet. doesn't matter what the diet is, but you got to mm-hmm. choose it, outline it, define it, and stick to it for 75 days. Um, I know at that point, like I gave up ketchup. I gave up bread. Which ketchup pasta. is like his favorite condiment. Yeah, it is. That's one thing you'll learn about Chris. Is- yeah. <laughs> um, I And so there were some other things I gave up, like processed foods and like bags of chips and things like that. Like, I made some exceptions, I think, with like sunflower seeds and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was like pretty strict with that. And I don't remember what you did. You probably did some. I did like a, a gluten free, like no processed foods and sugars. So you choose a diet. Thing. You have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. Uh, you have to. <laughs> you're going to ask which one is nonfiction again? Lara always forgets what's the I difference between nonfiction and fiction. No, I know, but I just thought of it and I knew you were thinking. You knew I was thinking it too. So we, you, so you had to do that, read 10 pages every day. You have to take a, uh, a progress photo every day. Yeah. Um, you have to, uh, work out two times a day for 45 minutes. One of them outside. One of them has to be outdoors. And they have to be like three hours apart. They have to be three hours apart. So you can't go back to pack. Uh, you have to drink a gallon of water every day. 
And that might be it. Yeah, no alcohol. Oh, no alcohol. That was the other thing. I think um, that's... So I think that's it. So that was mm-hmm. it. And we committed to doing it. And then there was a... We were supposed to go on this trip to Colorado. Yeah. And there was a, another big triggering event that happened. Do you want to talk, oh, yeah. talk about it? Oh, yeah. So I think what we know now, too, is like, you know, you might want these changes in your life, like how you behave and whatnot, the habits that you have. But um, just because you know that, like, doesn't mean that they just change overnight. So Chris was still definitely like wrestling with like knowing, okay, I want to be better. But the desire was there. The desire was there, but there was still instances that, you know, I mean, those neuropathways had been carved so deep into my brain, you know, like what I know now is that I had zero emotional regulation. Like I had never learned how to regulate my emotions as a child, as a, as a teen, as a young adult, as an adult. Like I just had never learned that. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't do therapy until almost a year later, like a whole year later. Yeah. But um, now looking back now, I know that's what it was. I, I did not know how to regulate my emotions. And so it was zero to 60 when something didn't go my way or when something frustrated me. And I, I think we were dog sitting for your yeah. mom. And so Lucy, she was there and, and I can't even remember what happened. Well, I do. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I actually do. Um, so it was so silly and little, but I think this just also shows like how fragile a state how, we were in. Yeah. And how like even the littlest things, like you get to a point where they can just like set you off. Um, and so, yeah, Lucy, she was just like following me around everywhere. She won't listen to anyone but me. She's obsessed with me. Um, and she, I don't know. I think you wanted her to lay down. Like I don't, for whatever reason you wanted her to settle down and you kept telling her and she wouldn't listen to you. And so like I got up and I stood over there and I told Lucy to lay down Yeah. and you would have thought that I just, I don't know what it, it was like you turned around and you, I think you said something along the lines of like calling me disrespectful or something. Yeah. And it was like the way that you said it and like the look in your eyes and the tone in your voice. Like, I, dude, I will I, say, I remember that moment and I remember yelling. And I don't know that I had ever really yelled at you ever. Like, it that was, was just first... emotional outbursts, but not really directed at you, looking at you in the eye. Yeah. And I remember doing that and something snapping inside me and I immediately felt broken and I immediately felt like that was a different kind of anger. That was a different kind of yell. And I immediately knew I had crossed a boundary that was not okay. Yeah. And I remember you getting quiet and like sitting down or like walking out of the room or remember like you didn't yell back. Like I just remember you went to be alone and yeah, like I walked to like the bathroom like real quick. Cause I was, I was like pretty shaken up. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty, I was like shocked. I was like, Whoa. Um, and like I walked back to the bathroom and like collect my thoughts real quick and then like walked back out and sat on the couch and I 
I just didn't even say a word because I was just in like I think you disbelief. were in shock. Yeah. I think you were in yeah. shock. And at this point, we were days away from leaving for Colorado. Yeah. I think we had actually even started 75 hard Yeah, already at this point. Yeah. We were, we were like maybe just a like week, a few days. A, a few days or a week or something into it. Um, And then uh, I didn't know this, but I would later find out. Oh, yes. I forgot about well, this. Well, we'll just skip ahead. We'll <laughs> skip ahead to when I found out. So. I knew something was not okay. I remember apologizing that day. I remember you talking to me and accepting my apology, but it was very emotionless. I think at that point I had really caused a really big rift in our relationship. I think I was like triggered too. And I didn't even like realize that like it definitely. Past relationships. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, at this point we're seven years into our marriage and I had never displayed any kind of anything like that. that. And I also was experiencing some like sadness too. Cause like I felt like there were instances that I could remember where you, you yelled at our kids. And I just remember feeling like, oh my gosh, if, this is how I feel. Like, how are our kids yeah. feeling? Yeah, I, I remember just that felt too. Just not even like, you know, like, wow, like I've never had, he's never yelled at me like this before. This is terrible. It was like, wow, this is terrible because if this is what our kids are experiencing or have experienced, that's not okay. And that needs to change. Yeah, for sure. I remember, so we go on the trip and we're driving and I mean, it's what, like a nine hour drive to where we we're going, 10 mm-hmm. hours, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I remember we hadn't quite made it into Colorado. We were in far Western Kansas was it's the highway 77. I don't even remember what the small town was, but yeah. I remember us pulling into like a Dylan's like quick shop hybrid yeah. off of 77 and as a gas station and the kids it, were asleep. The, so yeah, we the went kids in were asleep. It wasn't a fun road trip. I feel like when we go on road trips, we're pretty excited and we're like listening to music and snacks and the, the mood was just very down. Yeah. It was very down on the way there. Uh, excuse me. Well, that was rude. <laughs> um, and I remember us getting in the, like you went inside to go to the bathroom or we woke the kids up to stop them, to take them to the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. And so our friends, the Williams and the Georges had already gone ahead of us and, and were in Colorado. They had probably already been there two days, Yeah, but for whatever reason, maybe I think it was a wedding. Yeah. We had a wedding. We couldn't something. go. Our so we had shoots. to wait a few days. It was like back to back shoots. Yeah. We couldn't wait to, we had to wait to go out there. So, Lara goes inside and I remember taking out your phone and like, we know each other's passwords. Like yeah, we go on each other's phones and stuff like that. Like, but I remember I was going to go to the group chat to let them know, Hey guys, we're stopping. Um, and I don't even remember why I didn't you. Oh, I think I, cause you guys all had a group chat, like you and Lindsay just the girls. and Harmony. And so I was going to text in there. Hey, just so you know, here's where we're at. The guys really don't text in the group chat like they didn't. So, I was like, I'll just go in there and check. And I, when I went in there, I saw a few messages and I can't remember exactly what they said, but I saw, I had seen something like, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And I was like, well, what is this? And I like scrolled up and saw that you had said some things to our friends that you were something along the lines of like, Hey guys, I don't even know if I want to go on the trip um, anymore. Like Chris and I aren't doing okay. I don't feel safe. Um, I, and then you had some things like that and you kind of shared a little bit about what happened and they honestly didn't say much. Yeah. You know, they, do you remember that whole thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I remember messaging, I just be like, 
it was more of like, hey, I, I, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Like, I just want you to know, like, if you see me kind of down, like, this is why. Because I didn't want to have to go but on you, a trip we for a week. Also, were and considering, pretend- yeah, not you were um, considering like bringing up to me, like, hey, I don't think we should do this. Yeah. Well, and you had even asked. You were like, "Do we even need to go?" And yeah. I was like, "Well, actually, I think maybe it could be good for us just to get out of the house." Yeah. Um. So and have fun. So that so. happens. I saw that, and I remember just feeling like even more broken because I'm like, "Fuck!" I knew I messed up, but like, this is. And I wasn't upset that you told our friends or anything. I like, think you just felt bad that I was I, still hurt by I, that. Yeah. I I did not realize how deeply I wounded you, and. You didn't talk to me for like two and a half hours. Yeah, so we're driving. I didn't say anything. And I was like, okay, I know something is actually wrong. So like I, and I didn't want to be like, I saw your, you know, but like I wanted to bring it up somehow, but I just didn't know how. And at this point I'm feeling hopeless. I'm mourning like our marriage and I'm like, fuck, like how are we going to get through this? Like how are we going to come out on the other side? I think at that time too, like you really struggled, um, with feeling like everything's your fault. Like you were the yeah. one to blame. And yes. Like I mean, that was a, were... that's a big narrative that I, I am still working through to this day in therapy. Like things are my fault, but it was at its peak then. Yeah, and definitely. so, I mean, there's just levels of guilt and shame and everything that I'm wrestling with. And just, I just was like, so sad. Like, man, what kind of shitty fucking human am I that I hurt my wife Aww. this bad? And so you've, I, I can't remember what started it, but I ended up telling you, Hey, I, here's what happened. I went your phone. I saw these text messages. Like, I'm not upset with you that you told your friends. Like, honestly, I'm happy that you have people to talk to, but like, I am pretty broken up. Like I did not realize I hurt you this bad. Yeah. And we talked about it. I mean, I feel like we talked for like the next two hours. We did. Like, Cause I was like, and you, you were know- very a lot more like honest, I think with where you were yeah, and how you were feeling. I don't remember what all was said, but I, I do remember really we talked either. for a few hours. I just remember us wanting to go in the trip, just, um, you know, like not bringing too much drama into it. And you were pretty concerned though, because you're like, well, if you told the girls, like they're going to tell their husbands, like, and it's going to be the elephant in the room. Kind That's kind of how I felt. And I mean, and we've talked to our friends about this, but like, that was a whole thing too. That trip really changed a lot for our friendships. Um, yeah. Which quite was a, a tough season. Quite a up, bit. Dude. I mean, that, yeah. that was, that was really tough. I mean, like, uh, we felt very lonely during that time. Yeah. We didn't feel like we could. We didn't really feel like we had anyone to talk to that could like advise us. Well, you know, there were a few instances on the trip where, you know, I think there were a few more outbursts where. Yeah, there was a real big point- trip. We were going to the Garden of the Gods uh, in, uh, I can't remember, Manitou Springs or something. Was that where, yeah. where that was? Colorado Springs. And uh and we got in a big fight there and it was pretty obvious that we had gotten in a big fight and like I, we were yeah. in a stink and like it was, it was, I will say like we were not pleasant on that trip. There like were, I wish, I least. wish there could have been like this redemption story. Oh, we went to Colorado and we fell in love again, but like we still struggled on the trip. Yeah, it was, it was tough. There was like three instances I can, I can remember for sure where at any point, any of our friends could have probably been like, Hey guys, <laughs> And I think that was a part of it too. Is like I was frustrated. I was like, "Man, what the fuck!" Like, uh, it's also not their responsibility. It's not their responsibility, and it's not their fault. And we have talked to them about this. So, like, yeah, 
no hard feelings. There's zero f- hard feelings at all. But the time, but at the it time, felt I very remember lonely. feeling like lonely, like, damn, like we can't even like have a real conversation with our friends about well, like where we're at and where we're struggling and like just didn't feel supported. And I know that sounds very blamey and well, we're not blaming, it but was it was just, just overall tough because well, emotions were so high with us. Yeah. And it was just in a way, even embarrassing that we're going through this in front of our friends. Like <laughs> that there was an element of that. Too. God damn it. Like, yeah, it, it, it was, was it just, was just like, a, it was a big, shit show yeah and i will say like we stuck to 75 hard on that trip and like we pushed through and we did it and you know i i can't really remember like i remember that was a big key moment in that and i can't really remember like i i feel like we remembered like leaving that trip and once i feel like we left i feel like we were on the up yeah like i don't know that there was anything else that's really big that happened or do I wonder, you remember anything? No, I just wonder if like subconsciously it's like we left this environment where it felt like we should have had this support and it didn't really feel like it was there and then now we have each other. Well, like, and, and that, uh, you know, oh, like that's Yeah. And that's what I remember. I remember us like going home and being like, well, I guess we can only really count on each other. This was also really tough too because mm-hmm. like this is a point and we're you know like with faith and we need to do a whole faith episode but like not really feeling like we had a community of faith around us to like rally around us and to go through this with us. And yeah, it it, it just was very lonely. And then that is when we looked at each other and like, I guess we're just going to have to lean into each other. Yeah. And so maybe that would have been like, I feel like when we got to Colorado, we were on like day nine of 75 hard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was really early. And in. so we pushed through into like day 15. It's like, okay, we made it through like two And weeks. I really feel like that summer of us like having to just, rely on one another and doing that program together. Like I feel like in a way that 75 saved hard, our marriage. Se- like, yeah. 75 hard changed my life in a way that I don't know any other way that I could have done it. And the funny thing is, so I remember being like, I think I was like 265. I think I was 265 at the time. Maybe even 270. Nah, I would have been like 275. So I was a big old boy. Um, And I still am a big old boy. I mean, I think right now I'm 285. (laughs) But then like I was 275 and I was, I just started to feel good. I had changed my eating up, which has an effect on your mental health. I was losing weight. I lost inches. I feel like I lost like 25 pounds and like 30 inches. It was or probably the most crazy. progress like, you've ever seen physically. Yeah. Like in but all then the it things. also affect like, but it, it, it skyrocketed my confidence. Like, yeah. because I was, I was feeling good about myself and I was you were like, admitted and I was like disciplined. And there was, I mean, I, I felt like I saw a huge difference in your mood, like, because you were starting to have like build your confidence you were getting happier and the happier you were with yourself the la- the less irritated you got with other things yeah you i just started to like let people and- let things go and things like that and i mean that would have taken i feel like you know starting july i probably would have taken us to like fall yeah of 75 hard and, and then, our kids like are now going to school and now, now they're going to school and you and i had just really like that that was the big 75 hard was the big catalyst for me to take steps to better myself and to start my myself yeah. discovery journey 
that ultimately ended up just helping us start to make better strides in our marriage. And with the kids going back to school, like I started doing aesthetics at that time. I started working with a really close friend and I felt like that gave me some more confidence in your life, some purpose in your life. Yeah. And then Chris and Larry, the business just continued to kind of grow and to to do better and and all of that. And And then that actually leads us up to rebranding and everything. Like it was just crazy how there was one more thing I did. Like I finished 75 hard. Uh, You got pretty dang close. I don't remember. I think you were in the fifties or maybe. No, I was like, I was like 68. I was so close. Nah, I think you were still two weeks out. No, I wasn't. I remember being like a week out and I just couldn't do it because I had a migraine. You were, well, you got sick and then like, I couldn't read. You were afraid. Like you couldn't even like get up. To- no. Okay. And what was so stupid was the thing that took me out was the reading because I had already done everything else in the day. Yeah. But then when I came to lay down to read the words were all like spinning and jumbled. And I was like, I can't like, but I really your motivation for also doing this was, to so support you finish, to support me yeah and so i was like babe i'm not i'm not quitting yeah like, i'm not there was, yeah. there wasn't nothing that was going to keep me yeah from finishing and i fucking finished it and yeah, i felt did. like a million bucks and then i waited a week or so and i jumped into phase one which it was is like, crazy which i did another 30 days and in phase one like you add you do everything that you did during 75 hard but you also add um like 10 minutes of visual meta visualization. So like mm-hmm. visualizing an aspect of your life that you want for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, three tasks every day that you can like make progress on. So I, I remember, I can't remember what those were, but I remember one of them was like practicing putting for disc golf Yeah. because I like wanted to get better at disc golf. And so I was like, I bought a basket. I like practiced every day for 10 minutes putting. Um, and then uh, the other one was, uh, the other one was um we just got a message from the ashley's <laughs> didn't we <laughs> yeah it just said cuties I, I need to go look at the other text messages let me turn it off uh, uh, and then another one was like a 10 minute cold shower every day you had to do a 10 minute as cold as you can do it and i did yeah. another day and you know i really didn't lose any weight but i still felt amazing and i still felt really great and then I think it was at that point like i continued to try to lose weight and i wasn't really making any progress and then it would have been like you know, that took us up to the next year, which we would have, that would have been September when we finished would have been the end of year seven, really. Yeah. I mean, I feel like year seven was like that slingshot year where it was like, it pulled us back, but we really allowed it to propel us forward. So wow, babe, that was good. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) But before like we go, like before we go on to like kind of where we are now and how we're doing and things like that, obviously we're still married, we're still together, but like, what do you think your biggest takeaway was from that year from year seven like what do you think the most important lesson that you learned was during that time oh man i know i'm just i'm just dropping one on i don't know you want me to go first yeah i think i mean and i can spend a lot of time thinking about this but the thing that comes to my mind immediately is like you can't love others if you don't love yourself and yes. I think that was the biggest lesson that I learned that year. Yes. Like, uh, and now I would have, you know, the words that I've learned in therapy is like, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. You know, like you can't, you can't do that. And so I didn't realize, like, I didn't even have a bottom in my cup. Like there was nothing there. Yeah. And which led to the behavior that, that came out. Um, 
but I think that's probably the biggest lesson that I you learned in 70 or in seven, 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 seven years. years. Yeah. Is that like you cannot love others if you don't love yourself. Yes. And that like you have to continue to pursue growth. That's literally actually kind of what I wrote. I said we realized how important individual growth was. I feel like that is definitely what year seven was all about. It was like realizing, wait a second, like, dude, you have to work on yourself. If you're not a happy yeah. individual, if you're not happy with your own life, you, you're not going to be happy with your partner. There's something to be said about like, I think growing up in the church, like there was this big message and of the two become one and like your lives are all about one another. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty. And that's good. And that sounds great. But like, there's also like, it can be that, and it can also be, you can be one with each other, but you can also be two separate people. Yeah, you and you you should be you able should. to be an individual. Like, right. And yeah, I feel like we have excelled in that area. I feel like the last, you know, three years have two, been, they've have been my been favorite. Growing years as have been an my individual. Favorite years of our marriage. Yeah. Like so far, like the last three years have just been pretty damn awesome and i feel like i guess it would be two years now that we've done so much work on that i feel like now we can truly uh work even better as a couple like i feel like now we can tackle like growing our marriage really like yeah as a unit well because we've spent all the work ahead of time yeah i i jumped into therapy it would have been it would have been july of 2022 Cause I just came up on a year. Well, I mean, it's been a year and some change now, but like mm-hmm. a year of being in therapy and therapy changed my life. Like it, yeah. I wish I would have gone sooner. I wish I would have like yeah. done it so much sooner because I feel like that has even made a bigger difference in my life than 75 hard did. Yeah. Um, Which is what, like, I'm so excited to see like what a season of like, when you like focusing on health again. Yeah. Like, or yeah, just no, like how we can, I don't know. Yeah, that's a whole nother. You're basically thing. saying you want to see me with six pack abs. No, you want to see me live my Zach Nola era. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see me Chris live my Zach see. Nola era. <laughs> that's what Chris God wants damn. To see. That guy is ripped, dude. He is. Anyways, <laughs> shout out Zach Nola. <laughs> uh, okay, so Actually, where are we at too, now? They're like supermodels. Yeah, yeah. Where are we at now? You still like me? I do. I love you. I do. I, I love like you too. You a lot more. more. We a celebrated more. 10 years. I like you more now than the day that I married you. A hundred percent. Babe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. I do. Ah, oh, making me get tears in my eyes. I love you too. A lot more. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't, I didn't think. No. It's so funny. Like even today you were, you were, oh, or maybe it was last night. I was like, mad. I was so mad at you last night. No, no. Oh yeah. You were last night. <laughs> but, um, the other day maybe it was during the day like you were changing and you were naked and i was just losing my mind yeah it's like i am more obsessed with you and how hot you are now than even you were back then i'm so glad (laughs) (laughs) but we're doing good we're doing great now i think you know and i think as long as we continue i mean so good now like it's to the point to but we yeah we're doing better than we were there but we're even talking about like hey we should probably go to couples therapy yeah like like we still do have some things to work on, you know, like we, we do do have some communication that we need to tighten up and, you know, just staying committed. It's, and I had this thought because we had talked about like, we just need to go, you know, I have the name of the person. We just need to schedule the appointment and go, but Mm -hmm. like, 
I know it will continue. It'll just be the tune-ups that we need to keep us going and to keeping keeping us moving forward to being you yeah. know the, the best people that we can be, the best parents, the best partners, the best business owners, the best yeah. best friends, like all of it. Agreed. 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 You got anything else you want to add to this episode? No. Talked about it. That was it, man. That was year seven, man. Year seven was, was rough. A bitch. It was a bitch. And we made it through it. And... And I'm thankful that you stuck by my side yeah. and that you pushed for it. You believed in me at some level. You had to so at some level. You're probably like, damn, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I'm fully dependent on this guy. Like I got to kind of stick with him no, no matter what. No, but. actually not entirely because that is also a tiny, tiny part of why I started working again was I wanted a sense of independence too. Was I was just like, I yeah. need to. That beer is not good, man. Is it not? I think our 10 year like broke me with alcohol. Really? Just with how I haven't I had any alcohol since, so I am broken for sure. Just not that great. And we have actually, s- you know what? I think I might be moving away from IPAs. They're just so damn heavy. Do you want to crack open a peach bush and see? A peach bush, damn peach bush would hit. <laughs> it would hit. So, anyways, guys, <laughs> man, thank you so much for listening, for hanging out with us. Uh, one of the best parts about podcasting we think is like getting to connect with couples or like in other people. That is my favorite part of podcasting with all the podcasts I've ever been on. I say that I think it's only like three, (laughs) but four with this one, but that is the best part is getting to connect with the audience. And so, man, go give us a follow on Instagram at Chris and Lara and connect with us there. Let us know what you thought, like share your thoughts on this episode, you know, and uh, let us know the kind of content that you guys want to hear, you know, just, want to keep being vulnerable and real and raw and honest and transparent and all of those kinds <laughs> all of words, those words, all those words, all but those filter free words. Give us a follow, leave us a review. I'm a big words of affirmation guy. Leave us a review, give it. us those he five stars, all that stuff. But we appreciate it. Do we have like a, do we have like a saying that we say on the way, on the mm. way out? No. Like peace out bitches or something like <laughs> that. Or like, like, or like a handshake. Or oh, we tried to do the handshake. Remember, we did. No, yeah, I can't remember. I we'll figure out something. We'll talk to you guys later. We'll talk to you next week. Next week, we'll talk to you next week. We'll bring you a whole new, whole new topic of discussion next okay. week. See you next week. Okay.